0: The Chicago Bears aren't ranked in the top rushing teams of the NFL after leading the NFL in rushing. Justin Fields also is apparently becoming a more decisive quarterback heading into year three. And which players stock rose the most in minicamp? We're going to talk about all these topics and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow me right off the top if you choose to do so at CEO Hayes, but more importantly, you can follow the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform that we're on. But let's go ahead and get into the topics for today. So, right off the top, uh, the 33rd team's uh, Paul uh, Burt Burstmaster. Burstmeister uh released a list of the top 7 rushing attacks in the NFL going into next season and the Bears were not on the list. The the uh, Bur- Bur- Burmeister listed uh the Baltimore Ravens, Green Bay Packers, San Francisco 49ers, Titans, Eagles, Jets and Indiana Colts, Indianapolis Colts all ahead of the Chicago Bears. Now keep in mind, we had the best rushing attack last season. And one of the most, if not the most, um, dangerous rushing quarterbacks in the NFL last season. And then, yes, while we did lose David Montgomery, nobody can take away from that. Uh, but when you look at the fact of Khalil Herbert and how he uh, played last year in Luke Getzee's system, averaging 5.7 yards per carry, bringing in Dante Foreman, also bringing in Roshan Johnson, who, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he, like, lead collegiate football in broken tackles or something like that? The fact of the matter is, the doubt keeps getting thrown towards the Chicago Bears' way. And if you guys have been watching me long enough, you know I welcome every single bit of it. Right? This does not bother me one bit. This doesn't make me feel away. way. This, this actually made me smile. Because leave the Bears off every list possible. Continue making your NFL list, ESPN, uh, Pro Football Focus, any outlet that you want to be. Keep making your list and leaving the Chicago Bears off those lists. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. I appreciate it. I applaud you for it, and I hope that you stand by your rankings once the season does start. I hope and pray that you do, because guess what? The Chicago Bears are going to be there, ready, willing, and able to make you look like a goddamn fool when it's all said and done. Listen, I, I at this point, I don't feel any type of way about it. The Chi-Town doubt is real you can keep doubting it. I understand it. We won three games last year, and I hope that you guys keep doubting us. I hope that we keep ranking at the bottom of most of these lists because guess what? The lower you rank us, the more crow you have to eat when this season comes and the Chicago Bears show you guys, hey, we may not be a championship contender. I don't think anybody's expecting that, but you keep expecting the Chicago Bears to fold and to suck. You're about to have you're about to be proven quite wrong. I I, I say. And then as far as don't let, let let's not overlook it jordan love what are we talking about it jordan love you wanted to send happy father's days to bears fans motherfucker let me tell you something jordan love you are in for something that i don't think you're quite ready for right all the collegiate all the high school rivalries you had i don't think you're ready for the green bay packers and chicago bears rivalry especially when you put a target on your back yes Don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers said things like he owns us, he's the, like, I understand that, but guess what, Aaron Rodgers showed that by by being amazing on the football field. Jordan Love, we don't even know what the hell you are yet, and I tell you what, you talking this shit early, thank you, thank you, and that's all I can say to that, because I tell you what, Green Bay Packers fan, I see you guys in the comments, I see everything, Lions fans, it don't matter, whatever it is, Vikings fans, let's throw you motherfuckers in there as well. This season is about to be real fun. Real fun. And you can take all the doubt. You can take all the poverty fan franchise swipes you want to. Keep doing it. Keep bringing it our way because best believe don't nobody talk shit like Chicago. And once we start whooping y'all asses, y'all can have all the fun, all the poverty swipes you want to now. But guess what? I guarantee you, nobody roasts nor talks shit like a Chicagoan. So best be prepared for what's coming your way once this Bears team Starts winning. That's all I'm going to say on that one. But as far as the rushing uh, list, listen, have all the doubt that you won. I look at Dante Foreman and what he can bring in both the passing and the running game. I look at uh, Roshan Johnson and just the overall potential he has as a running back at the next level. we already seen what Khalil Herbert has done in Luke Getz's system. Pair that with an improved offensive line and also Blasting game, Travis Homer. Listen, man, all I'm going to say is this rushing attack, and notice I just named off like four or five people. Didn't even name Justin Fields. It's about to be fun. This season is about to be real fun. But enough, Randon. Let's go ahead and get into talking a little bit more positively about Justin Fields. Now, with this said, uh, Jeremy Fowler uh, reported he's from ESPN reported that the people that he talked to uh, out of Chicago is that Justin Fields, quote-unquote, is slanging this offseason. Now, again, Zion Williamson was slanging also in the offseason, and that wasn't the proper type. And Hopefully, we're talking about Justin Fields on the football field with this one. Because we don't want, we don't need Justin Fields to have a bunch of babies like Zion Williamson about to have. It's one. I'm exaggerating, but you guys know what it is. But ultimately says that he has a nice command of the Bears' offense. And Luke Getzey saying that Justin Fields is changing plays at the line of scrimmage in OTAs and minicamp. Now, one of the biggest things that everybody in the national media, everyone around the world knows, we are looking for how Justin Fields grows as not only a passer but running the offense at the NFL level, and to hear that he is feeling more comfortable in the sense of changing plays at the offensive line, we're one of the the least amount of audible teams last season, right? Go back and look. Check the records. Um, and so, and then, you know, even then, you don't always know what, what a player is calling an audible for. But nonetheless, the fact that Justin Fields is feeling that confident, right, that's what you want riding into year three for Justin Fields. That's what you want into a second year in the same offensive system. You want Justin Fields to feel a level of comfort that he – that he comes to the uh, that he comes to the line of scrimmage surveys what the what the defense is going on and feels confident enough about what he's seeing as far as coverages and things out there to make those type of audibles in the change plays that's what you want now i did not necessarily think that that's something that we were going to see from Justin Fields in year 3 i think uh you know just him growing as a passer and see some of that but like if we start getting that level of comfort from Justin Fields as a as that football IQ is increasing as we talked about in previous and in Luke Getze, he's talked about that's really what they want to see from Justin Fields is that is that football IQ increase as that comes along and into fruition for the Bears and for Justin Fields that's nothing but what you want from your franchise quarterback right that's everything you want to see yes we still need to see on the court we need to see those football actions activities the decisive uh you know playmaking ability from Justin Fields with his arm as well as his feet but overall just and that's what continuity brings right that's what having having more faith in your offensive line and your weapons it brings you it allows you to to start looking at things a little bit different and that's what having dj Moore come to the came to this team is important that's why making the improvements on the offensive line were important for this team and so as we continue to go forth with that uh and with justin fields growing and developing in that way that's nothing but what exactly what we want to hear now it's good all to hear this in OTAs and minicamps. It's different to hear it once you start getting hit, right, by other teams and opponents. But overall, that groundwork is being laid. I think that you have seen Justin Fields be more comfortable in his position and in this system. And hopefully that also opens up the the, the playbook from Lou Getzi as well. I've talked about it a lot this offseason, right? the growth from Luke Getze as an offensive coordinator is as important as the growth of anything if any player on this offensive side of the ball as well and we need and should want to see that from Luke Getze as well he needs to be held accountable for his growth as a play caller as well and opening up that playbook a little bit more allowing Justin Fields to be a little bit more confident but as long as this offensive line keeps Justin Fields upright we're going to see more of those quarterbacking skills and game man- management skills come out from Justin Fields and I tell you what with what he's able to do with his feet and the weapons he projects to now have on that offensive side of the ball, we may be in sore for some fun, some real fun. But all right, coming off that, let's talk about some of the players that stock rolls the most in minicamp. And the first one we're going to talk about is a rookie in Javon Dexter, right? Javon Dexter, um, you know, who came in with some doubt from Bears fans, but it seems like he's earned the respect. Yes, he's going to be playing behind Justin Jones, Billings more than likely, unless he just completely shines. But what we're hearing from about J- uh, Javon Dexter so far is the physicality that he's bringing and how important that's going to be to just making that defensive line solid, right? He's probably not going to start day one. We'll see that. But it seems like the combination of speed and his physicality is really wowing this this um coaching staff. And so, you know, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that he's getting off the line a little bit quicker. There are some questions about his decision-making and things like that. And he was in a more re- read-and-react defense thing. Uh, type thing in college and I think that's why we didn't see kind of the explosion that we that it seems like we're they're seeing from him now in training camp but Javon Dexter is really turning heads and his speed is the thing that you keep hearing about right so many people one of the biggest gripes on him in that draft was saying that he was slow footed but seems like maybe that was based off the system because Javon Dexter is is showing out right now in training camp and let's hope that that continues. Next one up is another rookie, Noah Sewell. Now, Noah Sewell is benefiting off the fact that Jack Sanborn has not been able to suit up yet, not been able to play, right? He's been on the sidelines. But with him out, Sewell's been getting those starting reps next to TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds. And everything that we're hearing is that he is looking great, right? And so, yes, he doesn't have the experience of Jack Sanborn. And I don't think anybody's saying necessarily that Sewell's going to come in and just take the starting position from Jack Sanborn right away. But one thing thats that we're seeing is that it could be a conversation to be made. Now, Sanborn is going to get every opportunity, rightfully so, to hold on to that starting position. And I think we should continue to look at him. And like I've said before, in talking to C-Dub and Bobby, I don't think we, we're, we're, we're nearing a world in which like, even if Sewell – eventually takes over that starting Sam position, I don't think that means that we're just not going to see Jack Sanborn. I think, if anything, that means we're going to see Jack Sanborn use as a depth piece, use probably at the middle and Sam Sam linebacker spots, and really still get to play plenty of snaps. But Noah Sewell is absolutely turning heads, and while Sanborn has been out, he's showing that at the very minimum, he's going to earn some of those rotational snaps, especially in preseason, in training camp, and then when the regular season starts, still expect to see Noah Sewell. They're going to try to get creative with with getting him out there and using him in different lineups and, and matchups and things like that. Noah Sewell right now is showing everything that you wanted to see from him, so he's really turning heads as well. Next up is actually Lucas Patrick. Right, all of the starting defensive uh, offensive linemen have pretty much stayed the same, but Cody Whitehair has not played every snap at the starting center position. They are still putting Lucas Patrick out there in some of those spots, and so the fact that he's still getting to work with starters uh the fact that uh, of how it seems like this coaching staff feels good about him overall Lucas Patrick is still going to get every opportunity as well to show and prove that he deserves to be in that lineup for the Chicago Bears at least somewhat and so i like hearing that from Lucas Patrick you know you still want uh him to be able to you know he's was it all sunshine and rainbows last season no the man couldn't stay healthy on top of everything else but if he is able to stay healthy he can add some much needed depth to that to to this offensive line that we're going to still need to get creative on right Larry Borm J Tyree Carter all these players are still going to be used in different lineups on that offensive line and to hear that Lucas Patrick is still getting some reps with the starters still looking pretty good in that as well especially with Nate Davis being out there now as well as another veteran piece that's really what you want to hear right the more versatility that we have the more depth that we have even if it's not every single down depth but just some depth we might go to from time to time, that's what you want from this team. That is how you build teams, right? It's not going to be all on just that starting offensive line. We're going to need the death pieces to come in. We're going to need those players to be able to step up and play pretty damn good on top of everything else. So as we continue to grow with that and we continue to, um, you know, just just go forth in building this, this Chicago Bears team, overall it's a lot of positivity to be taken away from it. And we're going to ultimately see how everything looks with the Bears once they put on pads. That's my time for today. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to send a text message and our voicemail for our mailback episodes, the number to do so is 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I like to end every episode on, Town up, Bear down. Love you guys.